you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's going on, everybody? DJ Bucky here. Move the Sticks on a Thursday as we march towards the weekend here. We've got some rookie mini camps have already taken place. The veterans and OTAs, uh, that's, that's coming as well. So football starting to be played a little bit behind the public eye, I should say. We don't have a chance to to see these, just see some of the reports that we're hearing come out of those. But we've got a, we got a busy show today, Bucky. You ready to go? I am ready to rock and roll. How about you? I'm I'm good, man. Here's what we have on the agenda for today. I want to uh, I want to start off. We'll get to talking about your take on these. A really early take. We kind of kicked this around a little bit on this next crop of quarterbacks we have in college football. Uh, your thoughts on those? I've got some thoughts on those guys as well. And then we're going to have some fun. We're going to do a kind of a draft here. Uh, of rookies based on what we think they're going to do year one. So not necessarily how we had them graded coming out of college, but taking into account the teams they went to and what we can expect from them right away. Uh, we'll go ahead and, and pick those guys and, and have a little draft there between me and Bucky. So that'll be some fun. Uh, but Bucky, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell the folks what you had said or what you had written uh, rather about this next group of quarterbacks that uh, may be getting some hype that you're not buying. Oh, I mean, I just think it's, it's, it's funny because all throughout the draft process, we've talked about the 2017 class being quarterbacks with a lot of question marks and how teams should kind of punt on 2017 and go to 2018 and look at these guys. And the three guys that we talked about, all these are underclassmen, so they may not even come out. They may wait another year before they um, impress us with their talents. But Sam Darnold, quarterback from USC, Josh Rosen, UCLA stud quarterback, and then Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming. And so – I was really excited after the draft to kind of pop in the tape, look at these guys, because I heard so much about them being kind of the next level, the next generation of guys to take the game over. And I'm going to say this. I was very impressed with the talent that I saw, but I think a lot of the same questions that we had on the 2017 class, some of those would apply to the guys in the 2018 class. And so I just kind of think we need to temper expectations a little bit to think that the three guys that we mentioned are going to be guys that kind of come in and have an Andrew Luck type effect on the game if they elect to come out. Well, I'm glad you said the Andrew Luck thing because I want to kick this around a little bit. I went back. We talked about this little project I did last year uh, for the quarterbacks in last year's draft class going through, and I like to just do a cut-up of third and six-plus and just mm -hmm. watch all their throws on third and six-plus because you, I know you share my frustration in watching these college games now. So much bubble screen, so much quick screen, tunnel screen. You don't get to see these guys really read coverage and make plays down the field. So I've just kind of found and kind of stumbled across this idea of sorting these third and six-plus throws because you can kind of cut through a lot of that crap. You can see some more NFL-type throws down the field. So I did the cut-up on those three quarterbacks you mentioned, and I, I think I'm a little bit higher on them right now than you are, Buck, but I thought it'd be fun just to kick around you know, mm -hmm. our, our initial thoughts on them. And look, we are a long ways away. Who knows if these kids are going to even come out, but it's just – it's fun to kick around the different thoughts as we as we get into the college season. But let's start with Sam Darnold because you just said the uh, you know talk about the Andrew Luck. I think you just mentioned that name. Okay, is that is that uh, what to be expected of this class of quarterbacks? When I watched Darnold third and six plus, the comparison that I made was Andrew Luck. 
Um, and I'll just kind of go through my notes that I that I wrote down on him. Um, this guy, he's got some serious hip torque. I know you're going to talk. We talk a lot about his delivery. It's going to get critiqued a lot because it's long, but it's explosive. It's not a long, monotone, slow delivery like a Byron Leftwich, who I'm sure he'll get compared to, and people are going to ding him on that. It's long. Russell Wilson has a long delivery as well, but like Russell Wilson, he's got that hip torque and he's got a lot of explosiveness. Uh, can get it out pretty quick for being a longer uh, delivery. He, he throws some small window throws. He's got plenty of velocity. You see him work the full field in these situations. Um, he can. He's got great pocket presence and feel. I, I don't know the exact number. I don't think he was sacked more than seven or eight times the entire season. And the the only lineman they had get drafted was Zach Banner, and I think it was what the fourth round. Yep. Uh, so not playing behind a stellar group there. Anticipation thrower. That's the best thing he does. He's got a quick mind. Um, he shows some touch. You can see that down on the red zone. Um, he can. Uh, he's got some decision making that he gets a little over aggressive at times. Saw a bad uh, red zone interception because of that. And I thought he did a nice job of being able to find checkdowns and work through progressions when you got in these situations. Now you'll see him fall off some throws, but he's unique in that off-platform falling off throws. His placement is is still pretty good. I would say deep ball accuracy. Um, is an area he can't improve, but I thought his deep ball accuracy was much better than any of the guys we had in this draft class. You know, it's it, it's funny because I don't necessarily see Sam Darnold uh, much differently than you. I try to stay away from, like, some of the mechanical things in terms of, like, yeah. the flaws in footwork because I believe that's something that, like, the coaches have to kind of figure that off. What? Figure that out. When I looked at him, my initial reaction, good athlete, great movement skills. Um, I thought he was a quick rhythm passer. You talked about the long windup, but I felt like the ball came out quick. Um, I thought he threw with great timing and anticipation. He kind of understands exactly where he's supposed to go with the ball. And so because of that, I think the ball comes out quick. You talked about not taking a lot of sacks. I think some of that is a byproduct of he has a clear understanding of where to go with the ball, and he doesn't waste time. He doesn't kind of hang on his reads. The ball comes out. From a footwork perspective, the only thing that I worried about, I thought he was a little shaky sometimes because I worried about his eyes and feet being – um, not connected, and he would kind of fall off and, you know, not necessarily finish the throw the way that you would like to see from a textbook standpoint, but I thought he was fine. His numbers were great, 31-9. and nine. Um, The thing that I had concerns about, the deep ball accuracy, which you alluded to, I didn't see them really take a lot of shots in this offense, so I didn't want to ding them on it. I was just like, man, they just don't take a lot of shots because I felt like in looking at their offense – it is one that kind of blends a couple different systems. It's a little spread. It has some of the bear raid or air raid concepts where it's really quick. It comes out quick screens, RPOs. They do a lot of mesh routes, and he does a great job of that. I just wonder, when we talk about some of the other quarterbacks, how does that translate to the next level? Not saying that it doesn't. It's just one of those things that when we're looking at him this year, let's see if he goes from um, – playing at this level to doing some graduate level stuff as Clay Helton and those guys continue to put more on him. I thought he was very, very good. I like the poise. Um, I like the ability to step up in key moments like he showed in the Rose Bowl. I just think like all these guys in 10 starts, you just kind of want to see more. Um, He's intriguing. I'm just not necessarily ready to anoint him like some of the others, not you, but some of the other guys have said like, oh, he is without a doubt the number one overall pick. I'm just – yeah, cool. You're, you're cool on that. You're yeah, cool but I, that. I mean, but I think I think he's a good player. I don't 
necessarily worry about the long windup and those things. The only thing that I've I seen him about, short. I saw him shorten it up at times, so I know he can shorten. Yeah, it so up. I, I I don't really worry about it. I think like sometimes as scouts, not necessarily us, like sometimes you can get over technical with some of those things. And does that stuff matter? I didn't see a lot of tip balls. I didn't see a lot of um, late breaking DBs run in front of his balls and and those things. So I think he puts plenty of pace on it, plenty of zip, plenty of speed. So I'm not worried about that. I just want to continue to see him make good decisions. I felt like on tape and watching four games, I felt like he got away with a couple of mistakes that could have been turnovers. And uh, it was funny because I – I don't know what I did. I think I Googled and They talked about his reports in spring ball. He has had, like, he had a number of interceptions during the spring. That may be because they're breaking in a new wide receiver core. The main thing that I want to see is I want to see him continue to be productive while keeping those interception totals down because if he's a good decision maker and he's accurate, you can play with any of those guys as a franchise quarterback. Okay, I want to get to a couple things there. First of all, circling back, I looked it up. So Sam Darnold in 366 pass attempts got sacked six times. And yeah. trust me, there were a lot more he should have been sacked where you got free run-throughs and he was able to avoid it. To take into account, I think he started the last nine games, right? Is that what it was? Nine games? <laughs> it was nine or, nine or ten games, yeah. So Max Brown started three games. He got sacked six times. So, I mean, that did play behind the same group there. Obviously, yep. that's Alabama and Stanford. Max Brown started against some better competition early in the season. But So I like that about him, the fact that he can make decisions he can avoid and get out of trouble. The other point I'll hit on is, look, just from my limited experience, I haven't played the position – I was always told by coaches when you're in when you're in training camp or when you're in fall camp and then you're in spring practice. Hey, this is a time where you want to take be aggressive. See if you see, can see fit balls in windows. See, what you, see what you can get away with. I get that. I've, heard those, that. I've heard that. So approach. I, that that's that's a, a way of doing it. So I don't get caught up in terms of interceptions and in practice and all that stuff. And we'll see reports of of these guys, you know, these rookie quarterbacks in NFL training camp when people will be jotting down all their numbers and freaking out about interceptions. And then you get out in the field and you realize you kind of rein that in a little bit. So that, that one doesn't bother me as much. I just think, like, here, here's my question for you, Buck. It's a very, very small sample size. And this mm. is so unscientific, and I'm sure this bothers some people, but I, I kind of believe in it. Just like Sam Darnold and Mitch Trubisky. Like, do you, you, you look at Sam Darnold and see the it? Does he have the it factor? And he has more. He definitely has more it factor than Mitch Trubisky. And I would say – that because the signature win, I think the signature wins for Sam Darnold, and I know we can't necessarily judge people on wins, but you, you kind of have to because that's why they play the position. When I watched him play against Washington, when they needed, the game got tighter. He made some plays to kind of finish the game. In the Rose Bowl, this is a team that jumped out on top of Penn State. Penn State comes all the way back, and in the fourth quarter, he found a rhythm that was able to bring him back. He has more it factor than Mitchell Trubisky, absolutely. All right. Wait, look, it's gonna again. This is a limited number of starts with Sam Darnold. We'll see. What no, he but does. I think I think that's a good comparison, and you're you're right to bring that up because Mitch Trubisky only had 13 college starts, so 10 yeah. starts, 13 starts. You got the same sample size, and you're trying to feel it pop off the tape. And mm-hmm. for Mitchell, I mean, he's the number two overall pick. I never necessarily felt it pop off the tape. The one thing that I can feel about Sam Darnold, and I, I believe you have to at some point for a franchise quarterback, you have to feel like he's the best guy on the field. Yeah. I did feel like in some games, Sam Darnold was the best guy on the field. In the Rose Bowl, I felt like when he took over, you felt his presence. I think it's just very, very important that those guys exhibit that at certain times. Yeah, no question. All right, let's move on now to Josh Rosen. I'll give, why don't you, first of all, give me your thoughts on Rosen, and I'll read what I watched. I, I had to go back and 
And I watched a cut up from 2015 and 2016 because he didn't play a whole lot this year because of injury. You know, um, when I look at Josh Rosen, uh, classic drop-back passer, um, I think he plays well in a pro-style offense. Quick release. I kind of labeled him a MLB pitcher, meaning he can throw different, p- different pitches. He can change speeds and tempo. Um, I thought he was pretty good with his accuracy. I thought he could fit the ball in tight windows, tight spaces. He put the ball on the receiver's proper shoulder, depending on where the defender was. I thought he had good timing and anticipation. Overall, I just thought he was very, very talented. I thought he had good range. Um, the thing that was a little concerning was the injury this year. The soldier, the shoulder injury is concerning because he only started six games. He wasn't nearly as dazzling or as spectacular as he was in previous the previous year. But I think he is a very natural quarterback that is scheme-friendly, meaning – I think you can drop him in the most schemes, and he'll easily be able to not only pick it up, but to perform in those schemes. First thought, I want to get your thought on this, and then I'll get into what I saw. Give me your thoughts on the supporting cast at UCLA this last year. Uh, I wasn't really impressed. Gross. With, I've never, I've never, I've never been impressed with anything that they've had on the outside. Even I mean, what, Jordan Payton and those other guys. Like, yeah, but I mean, like last year, the year before, like Jordan <laughs> Payton and and Duarte. Like, look, at he least they with look, some pros. they're capable. I mean, they're, they're professional football players. They're in the National Football League. Last year, I watched them. A, they can't separate. B, they can't catch. And C, they can't protect. No, I mean, I think, I think that's, that's, a huge, that's a huge issue. And it's tough because none of these guys are necessarily on level a level playing field when it comes to the supporting cast and those things. He definitely doesn't have a supporting cast. I think the biggest issues with Josh Rosen – are going to be more off the field than on the personality. field. Personality, how he gets along with his teammates and coaches. Is he the smartest guy in the room? Those things. And then also the durability. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to character and medical. Those things you kind of wipe away. But I am a guy that with Josh Rosen in terms of just looking at the talent, to me, he looks like what the prototypical NFL passer should look like in terms of the way that he delivers, the way that he throws, the way that he plays it. All right, here's my notes from, from that cut-up. He's got a firm base. You see him climb up in the pocket. He is smooth and easy. You talk about just a natural uh, throwing motion. It's outstanding. He's aware. Um, I thought he got a little bit greedy at times instead of just kind of taking some stuff underneath. Uh, he does a nice job of keeping his eyes up under pressure, though. Um, he, I, again, needs to do a better job of, of giving up on a play, takes some unnecessary sacks because of that. He does have nice touch. He can drive it as well as touch it up. He's got plenty of velocity. I wrote down drops, and I start it like 10 times because <laughs> they can't catch. Uh, I thought just overall instincts was really, really good. He has made some wow throws. And in terms of just how he played the position and maybe even athletically a little bit, I, I wrote down Eli Manning. That's who skill set oh, okay. kind of reminded me of Eli Manning. Now, you know, I, I, think he was, I think he was back in the spring. I think his health looks like it should be okay. I'm anxious to see him this year, though. Again, third coordinator in three years. But Jed Fish, while I was around in Baltimore, who's coming from Michigan, um, hopefully they'll do a better job of trying to help him out a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think if he gets an opportunity to show people what he can do in more of a pro, like in a pro-style system, uh, he was really good at Noah Mazzone's, uh, yeah, Noah Mazzone's spread. spread system that has some West Coast elements to it, like some of the snag things, and they do those things transfer and translate into other systems. Uh, I just want to see him play the game and hopefully he can put together a full 12 to 13 games so we can really evaluate him because I think potentially he has all the stuff that you look for when we talk about a top of the board type quarterback. 
I'm just hoping UCLA's got some dang receivers in the pipeline here, man. Yeah, it can't know. be hard to recruit receivers when you've got a a, a big time quarterback there. It should it should a rock and hit a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be hard for those guys. But sometimes in terms of getting them in school and and doing those things, they haven't had a big time like I mean a stud. You would think that UCLA JJ Stokes, man, would have a stud wide receiver. I mean, they have not had a dude in a long time on the perimeter. All right, uh, last one here. I'll give you my Josh Allen notes from Wyoming, and then I'll get your get your thoughts on them here. So third and six-plus throws. There were 82 of them. Um, you see him in that same offense that Carson Wentz played in, same coaching staff there. Mm-hmm. So you'll see him in gun. You'll see him under center. I thought the ball just jumps out of his hands. Um, he does see some ghosts in the pocket. He'll bail out of clean pockets. He makes some incredible wow throws on the move, much like we saw uh, last year. From uh, from Mahomes, he does mm-hmm. some of that stuff. Just rare, rare arm talent. Um, he gets a little bit frenetic at times. Needs to just kind of show a little more poise, a little more calm. He's uh, he's got an easy motion. The ball again, just rare arm strength. He flashes some anticipation. Needs to be more consistent there. Needs some more touch. Um, uh, Mid range is an area he can improve. Cross body throws some of those same things we hit Mahomes on. He does some of those same things as well. But I wrote down miracle TDs. Like he'll make some just ridiculous plays. And for a comparison, now he's got to get, he's got to become more consistent. But just in terms of how he throws and how he looks, I wrote down a more athletic Joe Flacco. Ooh, that's lovely. Flacco's got a huge arm. Now, this kid's got a huge arm, man. He is, and he's athletic. I got a question um, for you about this cat. Yeah, go for it. Um, it, the Nebraska game. I don't know if you've been able to yeah, look at picks. it. Five picks. Five picks. What? What? I mean, it, it's obviously. Apart. It all kind of happened, and I've talked to the kid about it. Even he just said, "Look, it's just once it happened, it just kind of snowballed, and the game just completely got away from him at one point in time." <laughs> yeah, I think I think <clears throat> that was true. So much like you, what I saw: a big athletic quarterback, wrote down gunslinger, A plus arm talent, has a rifle. He is a fastball pitcher. He comes in, he's throwing the heater all day, every day. Like he's waving off all other signs. Excellent range, zip, velocity. Um, I had questions about his accuracy and his ball placement. I felt like there were many times, and some of this is due to his footwork, he was high and wide, just all over the place, particularly at intermediate range. I worried about his decision maker, his ability as a decision maker to make good decisions with the ball. I felt like he threw it up sometimes. You talk about those miraculous touchdowns. Those were great, but I also saw some balls that, man, he, he got away with some. Some of them were intercepted. You just want him to take better care of the ball. I was really positive on his toughness. I thought he was a tough dude. He oh, took he, some shots. He'll give his body up. As yeah, a he took too. some shots in the pocket. He ran the ball very, very well. Uh, he plays in a system that is easy to look at and translate what he would be at the next level. The thing about him, and I wrote this, right now he is a better prospect than in terms of a, a finished product. He is someone like Mahomes, like some of the other guys, uh, Jay Cutler and other guys. He's extremely talented. And what you're hoping is if you take a guy like Josh Allen, you can coach some of those bad things out of him and you really can find a way to harness all of those skills. He might be the most talented of the three, but in terms of playing the position, I ranked him at the bottom of the three when it comes to Darnold, Rosen, and Allen. And, in fact, um, my three, I had Rosen, Darnold, then Allen. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you probably have it flipped 
Maybe yeah, I don't know. Darnold, Darnold Rosen, Darnold Rosen. Darnold Rosen right, now. and so and so where that the common denominator is, we see Allen as a very talented player, but when we mention the names that he kind of reminds of, of I heard Mahomes, I threw out Cutler, those things. He's a gunslinger, and what you're banking on right now, if we took him, could he develop? This year would be critical for him because I think he has even less available at his disposal. And so we may see the numbers go up, and it may not be a reflection to him, may not be an accurate reflection of him not making good decisions, but having to take more chances because he just doesn't have the people around him like Rosen and like Darnold may have. Going into Iowa week one, that'll be fine. That's we've, the we've big, talked that's about the that. big stage for him. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a big that's, one I him. mean, that's the big stage. I think a couple of these guys have some big stage games early where we get a chance oh, yeah. to kind of hear the buzz about these guys and some of the other He's courts. hosting Oregon, too. Ooh. Oregon goes to Wyoming. Huh? Yeah. Well, they were Week terrible three. on defense last year. I know they got Jim Levitt there, but he should be able to, to do he some should, damage he against should, them. He Here's one, though, Buck. I, I would take him just based off what I saw last year. I, I, would, I think Allen is more talented than Mahomes. I would take him over, Pat Mahomes, over Patrick Mahomes. Let's see. Um, I think he plays the game. And I'm I think he's got better feet. I, I think he's got quicker feet. I think he's more natural. He's under center. I think some of those things, he's ahead of Mahomes. They have the same strengths and the same weaknesses. Man, you know, that's a that's a real tough debate because I did not like the way Mahomes played the game. I didn't write the same thing now because I talked about Sandlot and those other things. This guy, to me, is a little more refined. I think there's less to kind of work out in this game. plays in a system that's yeah. going to make it easier yeah, for Yeah, I, 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 I would agree with you. I would take Allen over Mahomes. Similar prospects, similar players, but to me, Allen – would probably be able to get on the field sooner than Mahomes, and I think you could probably win games. If both guys had to play right now, I think you probably could win more games with Allen than with Mahomes because I think Mahomes is going to have more turnovers. Both of these guys are going to turn the ball over a lot, but I think with Allen, I still think he's probably a little salvageable. All right, we're going to get to this all-rookie team. We're going to do our rookie draft here in just a second. Before we do that, we're going to get to a little MeUndies action. But before we get to MeUndies, Bucky, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to come clean. I had a pedicure today, and it was awesome. Oh, my gosh. You're so have cool. you done that? I have had pedicures and yeah, stuff thank before. Yeah, you. Don't, you, you don't are, li- don't, oh, my gosh. you're living the you life right now. Look at one last week. Oh, my gosh. You're Hashtag offseason. You're living, you're living the life. Like you're, oh, I, you're, all I do is vacuum. I vacuum, and I get <laughs> pedicures, man. That's my offseason. You are living the life. I'm I jealous. One, I'm semi-jealous of you right now. I've had true story. True story. So I go get the pedicure, right? There's a sign-up. I didn't see it. I, for, I'm the only dude in there. There's 50 ladies in there. I go in there. So I, I just look down at my phone the whole time. You know, Hopefully nobody knows me. It's like you know, one of my kids, <laughs> you know, friend's mom or whatever. So I go in there. I, there's a sign. I didn't even see it. It says, uh, we appreciate cash tips so Ooh. they don't take part. So I don't have any cash on me. So I finish up you know, the whole deal. I went with the Hollywood uh, number. It was number four, the number four package. So it's 28 bucks for this thing, right? So, okay, whatever. It was worth it. It was fantastic. So I pay with the card and I go, okay, they hand me the receipt. There's no place to write a tip. And then I see the sign. Oh, crap. So <laughs> I put like, the ATM in there, right? So then I'm just like, I got to get out of here as soon as possible. Like, just get me out of this thing. So the thing was 28 bucks. I, and obviously, you get the cash out of the machine, all you get is 20s. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, dropped, I dropped a 20 on her and just bolted out of there. I mean, you should be good. 20, $20 for you getting your, 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 your like toes done. Yeah. I, now they, go they, in there. They they're looking over. for you. They're looking for you. But you get you get treated where you get your, your calves and, and stuff oh, rubbed, calf everything. You get the calf massage and, and all the other stuff. Did you get a, did you get a color on your nails? 
Uh, no coloring, no coloring. There was. I'll tell you what, though. I'm not gonna. Did you go with the nice move the sticks like uh, bluish hue Ooh, to yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. The thing that they do with the little sharp deal on your cuticles that hurts a little bit. I'm not a big fan of that. No, you didn't like it. Trying to even everything out. Right on the bed of your nail, like not a, not not big on that. But let's hey, let's get back to some more masculine stuff. Me undies, Bucky. Uh, this is uh, this is something that people need to do around around the country. I don't think it's just our listeners. I think it's just America in general. They need to, up, they need to upgrade their uh, their underwear game. Go to the next level with MeUndies. They absolutely do, and they they probably asking what what is MeUndies? It's just seriously soft, feel good undies delivered right to your door. MeUndies are designed in LA, made from su- sustainably. What are they sourced, made from again? Sustainably sourced micromodal, a fabric oh, yeah. three times yeah. softer than cotton. MeUndies, softer than soft lux. Undies come in an ever changing selection of classic colors. Bold shades and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your personal style. What's your favorite bold shade? Speaking of bold shades, you know I haven't seen many of them. I think they sent some red. Um, not really a red guy. I think we need to get like... some pizza pizza pattern. That's <laughs> they my do favorite. have pizza underwear. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I, it I, comes I'm in like its own little it. pizza box too. They do. Yeah. You know what? For for you, Sully. Um, you can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. That might help. Right. He needs a monthly subscription. I do. You know, and if you're not ready for that, it's okay. You can still save. That's because Me Undies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash NFL2017, and get 20% off your first pair. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say 20%, Buck? 20%. That's right. Go ahead, whoa. Sully. Revamp your 20%. underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash NFL2017. MeUndies.com slash NFL. I got to say, that's the best MeUndies read. Oh, you like, you they like get it. better every week. They get the, y'all, y'all are knocking them out of the ballpark. Man, you should have heard yeah. the read that I had to do for Game Pass. It was yeah. an epic nine-minute read Woo-hoo. on the teleprompter on stage one. Wow. How'd you do with that thing? It's a lot. That's a, fun, that's a fun time. I, I've had to do that before, and I, I'm not oh. going to lie to you. I'm usually pretty good with the takes. That That's the most takes I've ever done on that one, thing. It one take, Bucky? Eight or nine. Uh, it, took, it took two. Oh, it took oh, two. You're, I you're, ran out of gas. I am. I ran out of gas. My breathing. I didn't control my breathing. I ran out of gas. I ran out Here's of the thing. Here. Here's what gets me on those long reads, though, is like I'll start like leaning. Like I'll, I'll like read it, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Or like your hands are like kind of acting weird. <laughs> I don't know it's what like, to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. Long, long read. Hey, long real quick read. before we move on, did you say micromodal? No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's yeah, uh, right. let's <laughs> let's go to our rookie draft here. Buck, you got draft tracker up on your computer? Uh, I don't. Let me see if I can pull right, here's up how we're gonna, my computer. I'll give you time to get that up. I've got NFL.com uh, draft tracker, which if you're at home and you're curious about what happened in the draft, you forget who went where, it's great. You just you go to NFL.com. Up in the top, there's a little icon there. It says tracker. You, you click on it. You can sort it by the name of the players, their positions, the college, the NFL team that drafted them, uh, the round that they were selected, and, I, and then it has grade, which is our Lance Zerline's uh, uh, pre-draft grades on these guys. So what we're going to do here is just kind of go through positions, Bucky. Let's just do one player per position who we think is going to have the best rookie campaign. So we can't, we can't repeat. We'll just, I'll go first on one. You on the next one. We'll go back and forth. Okay, here we go. All right, let's start with the quarterbacks here. The quarterback that will have the best rookie season, assuming, you know, hopefully some of these guys get on the field. If I had to choose the best rookie year out of this group, oof, I think I'm, I think I'm going to still go with Deshaun Watson, Buck. Well, I mean, I think you have to go to Deshaun Watson. He's the only one that is kind of fast-tracked to play. The only other – 
got Kaiser. Yeah, but I think Trubisky's I think Kaiser play I, this year. He has to play. That's the biggest knock on him is he hasn't played. So now you're not going to play him. I, I know Glennon's there, but Trubisky's going to play. I mean, he may play. He may play four or five games. What if Glennon comes and knocks it out the park? Kevin White, those other guys, he may not get an opportunity to play. Deshaun Watson is fast track to be able to start maybe double digit games. That should give him the nod over those other guys. The only other one that I would potentially watch, I don't. Man, I don't know. None of these guys are really in position to play. Go get you some Kaiser. Maybe. I don't think Kaiser's going to beat out Brock Osweiler and Cody Kessler. I think Brock Osweiler's going to be there. Maybe. He'll get a chance. He'll get a chance. But Cody Kessler, Hugh Jackson said it's Cody Kessler's job to lose. You you saying some crazy stat about Cody Kessler last year. I was was only 30 years off. Yeah. I was only 30 years off. Yeah, you were all over him. He had a higher passer rating than Eli Manning. Yeah. Yep. What was Bucky's bull prediction on Kessler? You remember I said Cody Kessler would go for a 300-yard game against yeah, Miami? Yeah, and we laughed at him, and he was really close. I was close. Really? Yeah. Was it garbage time? Uh, a little bit. It all counts. It counts, though. <laughs> it's fantasy. It's fantasy football. It all counts. Hey, by the way, by the way, I- I'm getting so old I forget what we talk about. Did we talk, didn't we talk about LeGarrette Blunt going to the Eagles last week? Because somebody on Twitter said, hey, good call on that. And right. I like, Man, I- you might have me confused with somebody else. but I don't remember bringing up LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah. I think we did talk about that. So yeah. kudos to us for yes, saying kudos. something we remember. Uh, all right, Bucky. So you got to pick a quarterback. Just pick one. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to take Trubisky. And the reason I'm going to take Trubisky, we'll say that something happens with Mike Glennon early in the year. Trubisky gets on the field. And maybe they tailored the system to help him out. Um, I don't like the supporting cast that they have currently in place. But maybe the guy's better than, than we thought. He was a very accurate uh, player, he's the guy who throws with timing, anticipation. Maybe if he gets an opportunity in Chicago, in the Winnie City, maybe he delivers. All right, how about running backs? You're up first. Mm, running back, best rookie season of these running backs. Can't. I am going to go some good ones here. Ooh, man, there's so many good options right now. Uh, normally I would say Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna stick with Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna say Dalvin Cook has the. Most going Dalvin Cook? Yeah. He's my offensive rookie of the year. All right. I, can, I, man, there's so many I like here. A couple down the line, guys, I really like. Um, man. If I, I remember, this guts. is for this year's production. So Yeah, I know. If I had some help you guts, too much. I'm telling you what, if I have some guts, I just take Jamal Williams. Just take him. Jamal Williams, I think, is going to have a good year for the Packers. Um, Fournette, obviously, is a good option here. McCaffrey. A lot of these guys are going to have an impact. Yeah, forget it. I'm going Jamal Williams. Put it out there. Go go big or go home. Man, go big. Throw it out. Throw it out. All right, wide receivers. Mm, I'm right. up here. Best rookie year out of this wide receiver group. Now, remember, Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, had the best year last year, not a first-round pick. So nope. could be somebody lurking in the weeds here, like a Zay Jones or a uh, – That was my guy. Then I see he gets hurt. He hurt he's hurt already. Oh, uh, Zay Jones is? He hurt his knee. They say he's week to week. Uh, it's, it's not a game. It's not a game yet, but he'll be fine. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. Oh, the receiver, my first pick. I, I'm gonna stick with my guy. I'm gonna go Corey Davis, uh, playing there with Marcus Mariota with the Titans. Have a big year. Ooh, Corey Davis. Oh, that makes sense. He should be fast tracked to the number one position. I normally would lean towards Mike Williams, but Mike Williams may be the number three receiver for the Charges right away. Quietly, um, he can the receiver I'm opposite. <sighs> You know, Zay Jones was earmarked as my guy. 
He's I'm gonna say just he, a week. He's not going to miss any games, Buck. He's gonna I, be don't, fine. I don't know if they're going to throw it enough. How he about came this? On the, he came on the podcast for the go, show. I know he did, but I'm going to go with someone who's friendly to us on, and path to the draft. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Whoa, nice. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup with the Rams. And the reason, I don't know if they have anybody else that consistently catch the ball outside of Robert Woods. If that's the case, Cooper Cup should see a lot of balls go his way. They're going to be behind in a bunch of games. They're going to have to throw it. Cooper Cobb may be the Mike Thomas. an agent with the quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah, he might, be, he, might be, he might be the deep, Mike Thomas. Deep fantasy sleeper. Yeah, maybe. Little bit. Some long balls. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to catch any long balls. Yeah. Uh, he's going to catch some balls. Though. Some he, balls. He's good after the some, catch. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're up, you're up on tight ends. Ooh, tight ends. I'm going big on Evan Ingram. Ooh, Evan okay. Ingram for the New York Giants should have a big year. Um, with the way this team is constructed outside, Odell Beckham Jr. and Brandon Marshall, they can't cover everybody. That means that my guy's going to be left uncovered. I look for him to 50-plus catches, maybe okay. six, seven touchdowns. All right, let's uh, – Who you got? Can I get a drum roll? Do we have a drum roll? Adam Shaheen or David Njoku is one of those guys. Who would you say, Buck? It's either Adam Shaheen or David Njoku. Those are your guys. My guy. Breaking, love, breaking the I tie. Love, I love Shaheen. I love Shaheen. Give me Njoku. No, I know Thank that hurt. <laughs> I'm all in, Buck. I've written that. I've written that one from start to finish. He's my 12th overall player. I had OJ Howard, my ninth or so. He was a little bit higher on my list, but David Njoku, I'm gonna ride that thing all the way through. I'm gonna, I say he's gonna have a big rookie year. Who else is he gonna throw the ball to? He, he's gonna have. He's gonna make. He's gonna make some he's plays. He's the only one that probably can get open. So yeah, I think you have to. And then Cody Kessler will be able to keep. Deshaun Kaiser on the bench. Oh, Cody Kessler throwing those hand grenades up in the air. That's David right. and Joe just, going just feed, and grab him. Just feed. You say it's the easiest throw right over the middle. Just drop it to the big fella. Let him box out. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we got next? Are we going here? offensive linemen? Do offensive yeah, linemen count? What offensive linemen? So we're basically going to say this guy's going to start 16 games and, and be a good player. I'm gonna go, right, can, go. can I go Can I go two for one? You go first. I'm going to go two no, for one. No, you just went first. You just uh, went first. I was going to go two I get to one. go first. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – Come on, I stick with I'll stick with Forest Lamp. Roll with Forest Lamp. Oh, well, you, when you take Forest Lamp, you get Dan Feeney for free. Oh, two for it's a two. It's a two for yeah because they both are going <laughs> to start, so you get both of them. You get uh, you get what a bargain for you. I'm gonna go with Cam Robinson in Jacksonville. He's positioned. To, they're putting him at left tackle. He's gonna have an opportunity to start, uh, regardless of whether Brandon Albert shows up or not. He's gonna have an opportunity to kind of set the tone on that offensive line. So Cam Robinson, you got the two for one. I'm good. All right, I got I got a great story for you here, real quick, because there was a. Uh, what do we got? Defensive line now? Defensive lineman up. Let's do defensive lineman. I'll share my story here. Uh, you're up first. Defensive lineman, your choice. Ooh. This is a tough one. I'm going to go off the grid. How about Jonathan Allen? Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Washington Redskins. Uh, my guy, Greg Minuski, says the one thing they're going to do is they're going to beat the crap out of people. Well, he got the right guy, Jonathan Allen and Ryan Anderson. Jonathan Allen at the point of attack is that five technique. Should be able to really create some opportunities for Ryan Kerrigan. I don't know how many sacks he's going to have, but I think his impact is going to be felt for this Washington Redskins defense. I like that one. I'm going to go uh, rookie. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Derek Barnett with the Eagles having a big year. Somebody Ooh, you love like throughout that. this draft process. I think he'll do a nice job opposite Brandon Graham, who ended his holdout that I guess really wasn't a holdout. Uh, he's back in the mix. I think Derek Barnett has a big year, but I got to tell you my my story here real quick. So, I was talking to somebody the other day. It said uh, some some rookies. They were doing interviews after practice and said uh, they're talking about how you know the the transition to the NFL hasn't been that that big a deal. You know, it's really just a little bit more terminology, but it's no different than college. And just kind of you know, it's, it's going to be no big deal. We'll be fine. A couple of these rookies saying this. One of the veterans was there 
watching the rookie minicamp. And so the veteran came up, put his arm around a couple of these rookies and said, boys, the varsity ain't got here yet. <laughs> Pretty confident after that rookie camp. Oh, I know. Free agents. oh, I know. I know. It's so funny how, how it goes. Uh, I think it's interesting hearing uh, Pat Mahomes uh, talk about the verbiage and just how much different it was in terms of the NFL playbook compared to some of the stuff that they've had to do. And so many other guys are spinning. Um, it's interesting Hearing the rookie reports, it would be even more interesting seeing what it's like when everybody's together, like you talked about the varsity being there. All right, let's go linebackers. I think I got the first pick here. Uh, linebackers, it's going to have a great rookie year. I'm going to go to a guy who I think was kind of built to play for this football team. I'm going to go T.J. Watt uh, going to the Steelers, Ooh. having a good rookie season, getting you maybe eight to ten sacks in there. I can see that. He's already been impressive. I, I saw with Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert talked about his hand skills and Obviously, his older brother, J.J., has schooled him up on how to get to the quarterback. I think he could have an impact. They haven't had a guy that could really make plays off that edge in a while. I mean, I'm talking about a young player that could do it. T.J. Watt could be the next one. I'm going to go, and I know there are concerns about his health, but I just have to believe that somehow Reuben Foster finds his way onto the field, and he lives up to all of the stuff that we saw in those same B-roll clips because right now in my mind – I'm seeing him punish the USC guy that we saw every time we were on path to the draft. I think Ruben Foster is a guy that's going to have a huge impact on the inside. And my guy that's right after him, if he doesn't play, will be Jared Davis for okay. the Detroit Lions. Let's go corners here. Let's go corners. What do you got? Uh, cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. Man, you know, it's, it's kind of tough. I'm going to go down the line, and I am going to say that Cheeto Awuzie. Oh, nice. Big impact for the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to have to get on the field. He's going to have to play. He's going to play a lot of man-to-man coverage and some zone. I, man, I was really impressed with his smarts and his instincts and toughness when he came in here. I think he's going to have a chance to make an impact. All right. There's a couple that I like here. Tredavious White I like with the Bills, uh, having a chance to make a, an impact right away. I like that. Um, Adoree Jackson, you know, your guy I think is going to get his hands on some footballs. He's a playmaker. But I'm not going to outthink myself here. I'm going to go with Marshawn Lattimore. Um, I thought he was the best corner in the draft. Going to the Saints, they could really use him. I think he'll have an immediate impact. They need him to have an immediate impact because he has to be pivotal in that turnaround. So, yeah, he's going to get plenty of reps, plenty of opportunity. He's learning behind a great position coach in Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn should kind of be able to set the table for him. Help him get it. They have a nice young secondary. We'll see how they play out, though. All right, safeties, Buck. Uh, I guess I'm up first here. Wow, I'm, I'm going to just continue again. I'll roll with my guy all the way through. I, I, I know uh, – I ended up having Jamal Adams one spot over Malik Cooker, but Malik Cooker sounds like he's going to be ready for training camp. He's a ball hawk. I think he has the, the biggest year one impact. Wow, that's cool. That is really good. Now, on, on paper, I've always said this multiple times. I've said Jamal Adams to me is a guy that I think would be an instant uh, culture changer in New York. But I'm going to go with a different answer in this because I think Buda Baker could have a significant Ooh, impact nice. for the Arizona Cardinals. His versatility, his ability to play in the slot, the yin and the yang that you'll get with uh, – Buda Baker and Honey Badger should allow that defense to kind of get back on track. So I'm going to say Buda Baker has a huge impact. Jamal Adams, though, is a guy that makes the all-rookie team. Okay. I, I like that. I think we uh, we made it all the way through all the positions. That's kind of a fun little exercise. Yeah, you know, they tried to get me to do on my all-rookie team. They tried to get me to find a kicker and punter. I was like, guys, I can't pick who's going to make a squad. Rookie <laughs> That's dangerous un- business. Un- undrafted. Outside of Zane Gonzalez, right? That's oh, yeah. oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Zane. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Bucky, I tried to let the beard grow, and then it just got too. Yeah, what happened? Your your baby face it. today. I had to shave that thing, man. It drive me nuts. <laughs> uh, 
All right, look, that was fun. We talked some quarterbacks uh, still in college. We got a chance to to go through uh, the rookies here who we expect to have a big-time impact right away, and, and we did one of the all-time MeUndies reads that's ever been done. All-time. All-time. So we checked all our boxes. Oh, by the way, we got a video. Sully, why don't you tell the folks about the video we did that'll be up soon? Yeah, yeah, it's one of our favorites. We're kind of revisiting. It's uh, quarterbacks under 30 that uh, uh, that you would take for one play, one drive, one game, in the next 10 seasons. That's a that's a really fun one that'll be up on uh, NFL.com and uh, YouTube slash NFL. Next time, we got to find a way to do uh, an over 38 or over 39 one to see who would take Yeah. Yeah, the, the gray beard style. The gray, we got we to figure oh, out which man. which vet quarterback will we want for the next decade, and how many guys would side with Tom Brady or Drew Brees. We got played only seventy five. That video was hilarious. I mean, yeah, he talked about trying to play this fifty years old. That is crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Need a walker uh, out there. We had been talking for a while. I've been lobbying for folks to get us over those five the five hundred mark uh, for the ratings on iTunes. Last I checked, we're at five ten. So uh, thank you guys that, that logged on and did that. Nice Give a round of applause. Was that a golf clap or was that a legitimate? Like, it was a golf clap. Golf clap, yeah. Golf no, clap. It's serving yeah. a golf clap. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate everybody doing that um, and uh, appreciate you subscribing and, and keeping this thing rolling here. Off season, but we're having some fun. We'll keep this train rolling on Move the Sticks. Bucky, good to see you. We'll be back again next week. Do this all over again. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky and Sully, the greatest producer of all time. We'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.